Good evening, this is Cappuccina, the first lady of the BX Mommy's Chronicles podcast coming to you live on this December 1st, World AIDS Day. Yes, amen. I was overwhelmed and overjoyed to bring to you this podcast that is so powerful uh, today is, you heard it, World AIDS Day. So many people think the AIDS epidemic is not real. So many people sweeps it um, under a rug. They think it's still not relevant because we just don't talk about it as much anymore um, as when it first came out. Um, you don't see the commercials. You don't even see a lot of billboards, anything talking about AIDS. And it's real, y'all. It's still relevant. It's still here. So I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to do this podcast and shed some light on it. Amen. Glory to God. So let's get into it, y'all. Since 1988, December 1st has been recognized annually as World AIDS Day to unite in the fight against HIV show support for people living with HIV, and commemorate those who have died from an AIDS-related illness. Founded in 1988, World AIDS Day was the first ever Global Health Day. Amen. So bless the people that started. This is amazing, y'all, right? Amen. Yes. Thank you. Globally, there are an estimated 36.7 million people living with the virus. That is incredible, y'all. Let me repeat, 36.7 million people living with the virus, despite the virus only being identified in 1984. More than 35 million people have died of HIV or AIDS, making it one of the most devastating pandemics in history. Wow. Did you know that? Incredible. In recognition of World AIDS Day on December 1st, 2019, America's Charities is celebrating the following members who are making a difference in the fight against AIDS. Amen. Y'all hear me? I got the sniffles this weather, y'all. But I was overwhelmed and God said, hold up. You can't go throughout this day without doing this podcast and bringing, shedding light, you know, on this topic that affects so many people, y'all. It's still relevant. It's still real. Amen. So we're going to get into it. The AIDS Fund. The AIDS Fund's mission is to educate the public and increase awareness of HIV AIDS and provide emergency financial assistance to people living with HIV and organizations providing HIV services. AIDS Fund mobilizes thousands of volunteers annually to produce events and generate funds as participants in AIDS Walk Philly. These volunteers and donors are valued for their commitment and compassion 
and their community response to the AIDS epidemic. Amen. So kudos to the AIDS Fund. Secondly, secondly, we recognize the Human Rights Campaign Foundation. The HRC Foundation envisions an America where lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer persons are ensured of their basic equal rights and can be open, honest, and safe at home, at work, and in the community. Through research, education, and outreach, the Human Rights Campaign Foundation encourages LGBT Americans to live their lives openly and seek to change the hearts and minds of Americans to the side of equality. The HRC Foundation provides education, resources, and support for people living with HIV and AIDS. So yes, we want to thank, you know, those organizations for what they do uh, to make a difference in their community and definitely look those organizations up and find out how you can support um, what they're doing. Amen. Because God knows we can't judge anybody. But what we can do is support in fighting this epidemic. Amen. So let's, we all want to know, where did HIV come from? You know, let's take a look at the origins of the pandemic of our time. So basically, it's saying a chimpanzee virus has killed 35 million humans. So it started as a chimpanzee. Who would think? That's crazy. That virus, commonly known as HIV, is the defining pandemic of our time. Again, more than 35 billion, not thousand guys, 35 million people have been killed by the virus today. So this is still real, y'all. HIV AIDS is still real. But the virus itself didn't get its start in humans. Again, a chimpanzee, that's crazy. HIV or AIDS is like the vast majority of emerging viruses infecting people. Zoonotic in nature, the AIDS crisis, as we generally think of it, began in the 1980s. First, as a mysterious illness primarily affecting gay men in urban areas in the United States. But that's not really the beginning. Before the diseases first mentioned in 1982 in the New York Times, people had been dying of AIDS for at least a decade. Did you know that? I didn't know it. Though probably not much longer. In Africa, HIV, the virus that causes AIDS, had jumped from chimpanzee to humans in some time early in the 20th century. Incredible. Today, the earliest known case of HIV-1 infection in the human blood came from a sample in 1959. 1959, y'all. From a man who died in Kenosha in what was then the Belgian Congo, right? My pronunciation is all twisted. Excuse me, y'all. 
the Belgian Congo. Y'all know how we do it. Here on the BX Mommy's Chronicles, we keep it real. It's the fact. It's, it's, it's the fact which keeps me awake at night. Imagine for a moment that the HIV virus in that 1959 sample had been studied and identified. If in the 1950s, the scientific community realized the potential harm this new virus could unleash, what could we have done? You see what I'm saying? What therapies could we have developed before it became one of the deadliest pandemics in human history? Would we have a cure by now? Think about it, guys. 1959, 2020, we about to be in. Imagine if we could travel back even further to be there when the hunter chopped into the flesh of a freshly killed chimpanzee and the virus slipped in to our species for the first time. There are an estimated 1.5 unknown viruses in the world. Not all of those can infect human, but many can. And not all those will cause a pandemic, but many could. Crazy, y'all. The world we boldly envision at EcoHealth Alliance is one in which those potential pandemics never get the chance to start. Ten years ago, we created the first ever global emerging disease hotspot map. Now, this is cool. Now, what they're doing is scoring those areas where emerging diseases are most likely to spill over into human population. Their goal is to do what we wish, what they wish they could have done with AIDS, and it's to stop new viruses from infecting people in the first place. Amen? So I encourage you guys to go to EcoHealthAlliance.org. Find out how you can help today. Glory to God. Now, let's get into it. So how do we stop the virus? HIV, what's going on in the body? Let's get into it. It's coming on. Bear with me. And this is what HIV AIDS does to the body. One moment. HIV is the human immunodeficiency virus. If you have HIV, you have an infection that damages your immune system over time and causes AIDS. AIDS stands for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. It is the final stage of an HIV infection when your immune system is damaged and too weak to fight off ordinary infections. When foreign invaders, such as bacteria and viruses, get into your body, they can cause infections. These events activate your body's defenses. The white blood cells of your immune system are part of your body's defenses. 
One type of white blood cell, called helper T lymphocytes, or helper T cells, strengthen your immune system's response to infection in two ways. First, helper T cells release chemicals that attract other white blood cells to the site of the infection. These additional white blood cells attack the invading bacteria or virus, as well as other infected cells. Second, helper T cells release chemicals that cause other white blood cells to multiply. These new white blood cells create markers, called antibodies, which can identify the same foreign invader throughout your body. Antibodies attach to the bacteria or virus, marking them as targets for your immune system to destroy them. If you have HIV, it travels through your blood and other body fluids to infect and kill certain white blood cells. The virus enters helper T cells, which are the primary target. Once inside, the virus makes many copies of itself. As these virus particles are made, they leave the damaged helper T-cell to infect other cells. The T-cell loses its ability to protect the body from the ongoing infection and dies. In this way, HIV spreads and kills more of your helper T-cells, weakening your immune system. As a result, other types of infections are able to take advantage of your body's inability to defend itself. These infections are called opportunistic infections. If you have an HIV infection and one or more opportunistic infections, you have AIDS. Some of the common AIDS-related opportunistic infections are Inflammation of the tissues covering your brain and spinal cord, called meningitis. Inflammation of your brain, called encephalitis. Respiratory illnesses, such as pneumonia and tuberculosis. Intestinal illnesses, such as chronic diarrhea caused by infectious parasites. And cancers, such as Kaposi's sarcoma and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Okay. All right, y'all. So now we're we're learning HIV what it does to the body. body right. Sex the key, the key is, guys, we have to educate ourselves. You must protect yourself each and every time. You 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 gotta protect yourself. That's just that's just what it is, y'all. Um, global HIV statistics 24.5 million people um were accessing antiviral therapy 37.9 million people globally were living with HIV the end of 2018 1.7 million to 2.3 million people became newly infected with HIV y'all we have to 
stop this epidemic from, from growing, you know, let's stop this virus today. Four steps we could take to prevent HIV, know how it spreads, understand the chance of getting HIV, get tested no matter what, get tested and talk to a healthcare provider about all the ways to prevent HIV. It is real y'all get tested today. Now, thank y'all for listening in. I have a special guest that is going to talk more about her personal story with being infected with AIDS, HIV. Listen in. A true, strong, phenomenal woman who will remain unknown. Listen in, y'all. Hi. I am trying to reach you because I have, I I am living as a woman in my 40s with HIV, and I want to be on your podcast because I want to give everybody hope, and I'm going to tell you my story. When I found out that I was HIV positive was when I had my second child who was born in 2009. And I didn't even know because I had missed my last appointment at the doctor's. And I told them that the doctor I was seeing said to do a rapid test. They did the rapid test. I found out when I was giving birth to my son in 2009. It was not easy. It's not a death sentence. And you know what it's like to be in the hospital and they say you have that and they didn't have the courtesy to say it afterwards so it's to be the joyous part of your life. And they tell me before I give birth I had a C-section. It was very, very, very stressful. It's not a death sentence. Because I'm living proof. It's 10 years later, I'm still here. What I want to say to everybody is... Get checked out. Don't trust nobody. Because... Oh, my God. First of all, I want to give God the glory, honor, and praise for that young woman to come on and give us snippets of her story. You are our hero. We admire your courage, your strength, and dignity. May God bless you always. And I just want to let my listeners know, y'all know normally, you know, I try to have my people on and interview them one-on-one because I know y'all want to hear more of um, her story, no no worries. It will be more coming up, but there was technical difficulties. So what you're hearing from our brave, uh, courageous young woman is her recorded messages. Um, I put them in the podcast because on today, December 1st, World AIDS Day, I wanted you guys to hear a real testimony, amen of how God can turn your trial into your triumph. 
And, and like the young lady was saying, don't look at it as a, a death sentence. You too can make it. Amen. God will never give you any more than you can bear. Amen. Glory. So thank you so much uh, to that. Once again, courageous, phenomenal young woman uh, for giving all uh, my listeners hope and courage to, if you have the virus, continue to live. If you don't have the virus, go get tested and practice safe sex, y'all. So let's let's get into it. Um, so we know what the virus is. Um, we heard uh, testimony um, that you can make it. And prevention, let's talk prevention. Safe sex is the best, best sex, amen? Or, hey, if you ain't married, first of all, you shouldn't be having sex at all, amen? Glory to God. But if you choose to go that route, protect yourself, not once in a while, each and every time, y'all. Protect yourself. And if you are sexually active, go get tested, okay? New partner switch up, get tested. Even an old partner, y'all, get tested and make him go too, amen? A lot of women think, oh, I'm good, pa, pa, pa. No, you better bring him right along with you and make him go get tested. And if you are diagnosed with HIV AIDS, know there is treatment. So there is life, amen, um, after um, a diagnosis. Don't give up hope. Um, God is always in control, okay? And I want to share with you, if you're in the New York area, um, here are some support groups that you could be a part of. The first one is the HIV NYC Support Group for Gay Men. The, and the second is the, uh, what do we have? The NYC Hidden Disabilities Meetup Group, amen? And then we have the HIV um, NY Professional Singles Fanatic uh, Food for Fun, that's another group. Then we have HIV people, any adults with or without kids, positively living. Um, we got the Brooklyn Pride. And let me share a phone number. Y'all know I'll be doing my research for my beautiful listeners to help any way that I can. Let me share. You can um, call. What's the number? Bear with me. one 800 232-4636, amen. So that's gonna give you information such as getting tested, transmission, symptoms, you know, you can remain anonymous, you know, that's that's your prerogative. If you're looking for testing locations, you can visit a NYC sexual health clinic uh, where anyone 12 or older can get a confidential anonymous test. Um, you can search the NYC health map. You can also text to test NYC to 877-877. I will repeat y'all, if you need testing locations and you don't have a health provider, you can text to 877-877, test NYC. And we all know my favorite number for everything. If you're not able to find resolve, you know, on those things, you can also um, call my favorite number, y'all, 311. Amen. 
So there are ways, you know, there where there's a will, there's a way, you know, protect yourself, educate yourself, y'all. And remember, safe sex is the best sex. Amen. So I want to thank y'all all for listening in. I pray that this podcast was a blessing to y'all because I know that it was a blessing to me. Um, and I want to thank my special guests for coming on and being such a blessing to everyone, everyone throughout the world with your testimony. May God continue to bless you and give you strength to continue to touch lives with your testimony. Amen. And y'all already know if you need a prayer partner, if you need help, if there's any way that I can help you, you know where to contact me. Drop a comment, y'all. Let me know what y'all think of this December 1st, very first World AIDS Day, BX Mobbies Chronicles podcast coming to you live on December 1st, 2019. And before we go, let's do a moment assignment of those lost to this deadly disease. Amen. Glory to God. We will never forget. And don't forget, BX Mommy's Chronicles is available on Anchor App, Radio Public, uh, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and many more. May you have a blessed day. And remember, together we can make a difference to stop this epidemic. One life at a time. Share this message. I pray that it is a blessing to all. Love you guys. Thank you for listening in. Till the next time.